There is something that has always bothered me about the first verse of the classic homesteading ballad, Little Old Sod Shanty on the Claim. I am looking rather seedy now while holding down my claim, and my vittles are not always served the best. And the mice play slyly around me as I lay me down to sleep in my little old sod shanty on the claim. No, I'm not afraid of mice. What troubles me is the failure to rhyme. Prairie balladeers were insistent rhymers, and claim does not rhyme with best. For years, I thought, we're missing something. There must be an earlier text of the song that celebrates a little old sod shanty in the West in order to rhyme with best. So now I find... Thank God, because this has really bugged me over the years. There is such a text in the National Tribune of the 12th of April, 1883, wherein the mice play slyly round me as I lay me down to sleep in my little old sod shanty in the West, emphasis added. The stanza was sent to the Tribune by a writer with the initials J.R. from Pierce, Dakota Territory. But but, but wait, there's more. J.R. closes his verse this way. I'm happy as a clam on these lands of Uncle Sam in this rich and fertile valley all for Jim. So J.R., whose given name must be James, is acknowledging the blessings of God and Uncle Sam in setting aside the rich and fertile valley of the Missouri River for him. But this is an inside joke, and I get it. The ballad, Little Old Sod Shanty on the Claim, has been circulating since its origin in 1880 in the valley of the James River in Dakota Territory as Little Low Sod Shanty on the Jim as detailed in a previous Plains Folk essay. J.R. just makes the Jim reference in the ballad about him and not about the James River. I'm picking over details, I know, but there is a larger issue at stake. How Little Old Sod Shanty on the Claim, written by Frank Jerome in Smith County, Kansas in 1880, localized to the Jim River of Dakota Territory by 1883, somehow erupted into mass circulation to become the anthem of the plains. I finally put the pieces together. The song died out in Kansas between 1880 and 1883, languishing because its plot line, involving two specific men batching on a homestead and sharing inside jokes, was too idiosyncratic for general circulation. Folk revisers of the ballad in Dakota, however, fixed the problem. They rewrote the lyrics to embrace the general situation of every homesteader. At first, just every homesteader in the Valley of the Jim. After that, Jim dropped out of the stanzas, and the song took root in every locality of the plains. To do that, first, it had to travel back to its place of origin, Kansas. The two homesteaders batching in Kansas were Jerome and his newspaper boss and sod house buddy, Will Jenkins. They shared their fond and specific recollections of hardship and persistence on a claim together. Their ballad was an old settler bromance. As the song resurges from Dakota Territory in 1883, the singer 
is a lonely chap on a claim who wishes his wife back east would come out and join him. He envisions himself and his bride as an Edenic couple, peopling a new civilization on the prairies. In one more essay about this signal ballad of the settler society, I'll tell you about that.